Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. At the Coca-Cola Company, Keurig Dr. Pepper, and PepsiCo, some of our bottles can be remade in a whole new way using 100% recycled plastic. New bottles using no new plastic except the caps and labels. Learn more at madetoberemade.org. Hey, hey, hi. As I'm talking into my phone, I'm watching the voice thing, you know, where it shows your voice. You know what I mean? All right. Today is a two-parter, and I never know where to divide them up. I never know. So I I'm going to leave it up to Aristotle. Not only is he going to end the show deciding where 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 do we end it? He has to come on and read a poem that he likes. I love giving him things to do. Read a poem or maybe the last few pages of a childhood book that his parents read to him. So not only will Aristotle be deciding where we split the show today, but he'll also be ending it off with a poem or a last few. If, well, if the book's short enough, he could read the whole, you know, if it's like a very short book, maybe just the last few pages. All right. So that's the way the show will end today. Tomorrow will be part two. I mean, uh, next week will be part two. Next week will be part two. And that's it for now. So I'll be in D.C. Don't forget that, D.C. I'll be on John Stewart the 28th of August. And then I will be at the D.C. Improv with Brandon Wardell. Brandon. Brandon. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon Wardell. That's right, Brandon Wardell will be at the uh, DC Improv September 5th and 6th. It's in the little room, so it's going to be, I'm I'm totally serious. Like, I'm not just saying it, but obviously it'll sell out quick because the room is minute. I think it holds 75 people. And we'll do two shows on Friday. And then we'll do two shows on Saturday, the 6th. So just me and him 
in the little room, which is always a lot of fun. I feel like it's our own little fort, and we get to have a cool show over there. Um, and that's it. You know, I don't know why. My instincts sort of want to weigh on in this whole... I just paused the phone for a second, weighing on the whole Ferguson thing. All I can say is this, because it might be no shit advice, but don't, and I think most of my listeners aren't doing this. There's a cause here, and it's a real fucking cause. And don't let the looters, obviously, some people, they're not looting. Obviously, don't let them fuck up the real guts, the real cause. But there's also people that go down there and, just create havoc. And then there's people that are really pissed off about something that they should be. They have a real fucking cause. Don't let the fucking wackadoos get in the way of that. It would be like if if you were, I don't know, maybe I don't need an analogy, but I'll give one. If you were raising money for someone that you really cared about, and then during that, some people came in and they started creating havoc, not in the name of the cause. And because of that, maybe the cause was raising money for a family member of yours that needed money for something, an operation. A real cause that's real serious. And in the midst of it, some idiots came in and swarmed the area, and everyone went, oh, that cause is bullshit. And you'd be going, no, this cause is not bullshit. So beneath, beneath all the, the bullshit, the looters that only hurt the cause, and maybe some people that just go down there to create havoc, don't forget that the guts of this are real. And there is a problem in, in the police force. And it's always important. I don't give a fuck what percentage of it is. The cops that are good, I don't give a shit if it's 5% of cops or 10 or whatever the fuck it is. It's important to point that out. It really is. And there are good cops. But I'm going to tell you that I've done a lot of police ride-alongs, and you might think, does that make me an authority figure on this? No. But I do know that they got to stop this fucking protecting each other because it's not helping them. It's not fucking helping them. Cops are going to have to start ratting out other cops, even if they do it anonymously. Because the problem is that there's no history of the cops ever, you know, we wait and we wait and we wait and we wait and we wait. And there's no history of the cops ever turning on each other and going, yeah, this was our... I think they're afraid that if they do it, there'll be anarchy. If they come forth and, you know, the the cop, you know, how they make a... They address the uh, cameras, and there's never really history where they come out and they go, "Yeah, we fucked up here." Or this was our f- this because they're afraid of anarchy, but there is anarchy. So anyway, that's all I wanted to say, and I think it's sort of no shit type of advice, but there, I think what I said was said it real clear that the guts of this is a real cause. And there's some people that are pissed off for legitimate reasons. Don't let the people that come in that have, you know, that are just opportunists to these situations get in the way of the guts of a very serious and very legitimate cause. Don't be one of those idiots that does that. They have nothing to do, those people, the opportunists, they have nothing to do with the real cause.
and the people that are at the guts of the real cause, no one, no one has disdain for them more than the people that are fighting the real cause. Nobody. All right. Why am I yelling at you? You're a nice person. Um, all right. Oh, I feel like I should take a deep breath after that. Uh, I just wouldn't be around to weigh in on it, and it was killing me. All right. How's your sobriety going? You motherfucker. Look at you. You're going to do it. Mm Mm-hmm. All righty, everybody. Enjoy the show. And then when I get back, we're going to do our anniversary show. We'll have a belated anniversary show, the real one. All right, bye. Oh, no. Are you shitting me? Oh, no, I was I want to leave that real moment in. I thought that the whole opening I just did wasn't recorded. But I realized it was. Oh, I'm in such a good mood. I wouldn't want to lost the opening jam like that. All right, here we go. Bye. Now entering Nerdist.com. Are we ready to start? All right. Let me do the sound check first. <laughs> what? Todd, you know I've been taking my extension broadcasting course. You By the said, way. I got it, Todd. <laughs> check baby, check baby, one, two, three, four. Check baby, check baby, one, two, three. What's the check? How is Aristotle? Aristotle, is it sounding okay? Check baby, check baby, one, two. What's the check baby, check, check baby? I've never heard it's this. It's a more exciting way to do the sound check. A lot of times the oh, broadcaster yeah. will say check one, two, three. But the more... Uh, oh, have you been taking more courses? Oh, I sure have. Uh, there's been a hip-hop flair in this one. <laughs> And there's no reason a comedian can't be responsible and enjoy a little street vernacular, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. So as long as the sound is A+, I'd say I'll hand it Tom, over to you, Todd. Tom, yes, I, sir. I love it every time, even though we just did it before. I don't know you... what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't? Please say hello to comedy's national treasure, Todd Glass. That's right. Thank you, boys. Thank you. Anytime you need me, babe, just call. This is, I'll be there. This is our new theme show. Theme to the show. Call and see what a good friend can be when you need someone to care. Nothing more than understanding. Just a man who's undemanding. Like a leaf that's only. I like this. This could be like our new theme. Anytime you need me, I'll be there. gonna be fun what am i comedies am i really i'm not am i comedy's national treasure i mean I, how could they say it if you weren't is that true oh you can't say it if it's not true all right Fade he, it he out. would lose his license to broadcast faded out jake 
All righty. Oh. Where did he get that credit? By I mean, the way, did... next week, and I don't want to, like, I, I, it's not that it's the biggest deal in the world, but, like, three years, I'm even impressed that I committed. Because I remember someone said, if you're going to do a podcast, commit, you do it every week. If you're not going to do it every week, and I, even I did it every week. Jake, it's good to see you. You too, Todd. Um, so this is going to be, oh, first of all, I want to say one thing, that the anniversary show is going to be next week. So, um, oh, you know what I forgot? Did we get... Jake, did we get the Assumption song? Uh, no, but I can grab it real quick. All right. Well, we, we can okay. get it later, actually. Sure. All right. So, listen. Here's what's going on today. Um, it's it's going to be such a fun show. I can't hold on any longer. Oh, I got you good, you son of a bitches. Oh, I got you good. You thought it wasn't going to be the anniversary show. Oh, God. Ah, can we get a drum roll, please? Ladies and gentlemen, may I get reverb in my mic? <laughs> Thank you very much. Can we get a live version of Welcome to... Oh, no. Let me explain what's going on first. Take the reverb out of my mic. Maybe I'm so excited. To George Carr, and I'm very excited. Like, uh, this is, uh, uh, is going to be a fun show because we have everybody... A lot of the people that have never been here. Tom Martin is here. It's obviously the anniversary show, three years. That is obviously Chris Burden over Woo! there, not Jake. Hey, what what's the matter? What, honey? What's the matter? Why would Todd? He never interrupts in the middle of the podcast. There's something horribly wrong. I don't understand. He's yes, he's come in the middle of the podcast. And they just, uh, I guess, they just said that Chris Burden's there. The whole gang's back together, but some reason Todd stopped the podcast. Oh God, no! What is Why would he come on and stop everything in the middle like this? I'll tell you why. Probably not totally necessary, but after the whole night was over, we had so much fun, but I realized I never, for you guys, I mean, I know what Eric's doing, and I know what Chris is doing, but I never sort of said, hey, what's up? What are you doing? And it wasn't until we all went out after the show, I was like, God, we just got right back into things. So... But I felt like a little weird later because I was like, yeah, we never really said like, hey, Eric, what have you been up to? Chris, what have you been up to? And then so we all agreed later that it was like we just got right back into the, uh, you know, doing the bits and everything. So maybe that was a little paranoid. But in case you were sitting in your house or listening, wherever you listen, going, hey, probably wasn't necessary interrupting, was it? But, we, well, I guess you know what happened. We just went back to like no time had passed and um had a good time. All right, now you know. Now back to the show. What do you mean? You're not Jake. You're not Jake. I'm not Jake. No. I I'm hope, not Jake. I hope that the minute the people heard his voice, they're like, that's fucking Chris Burden. Um, even though in my, here's how in my head I thought. I go, I told Jake the other day on the phone, I go, Jake, like, I'll just talk to you like it's you for like 10 minutes. Meanwhile, after 30 seconds, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> you told me so, 20 minutes. <laughs> I told you I, I was going all over the place. It ends up I made it 30 seconds. Sounds like a lot of, a lot of uh, Tom Martin and the way he, uh, his love life. Ah! Hold on now. That seems like it was a low blow. If I don't, I, I think that they uh, they've crossed the line here. Look, you think you know somebody, and the next thing you know, they they accuse you of being a, a, a mediocre lover. Not only that, a, a lover who uh, is premature. 
not the least bit happy. I don't see where this is funny at all. All right, stop. Anyone with a sense of humor would know that this is not the least bit funny. Tom. Huh? All right, so let me take my time here. Shh. I'm saying that to myself. Because the slower I go up front, the more fun we all have. So here's what's happening. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually... My, my heart rate is revving because I'm so excited for tonight's show. Some people go, oh, don't set it up so... No, I'm going to set it up. We're going to have fun tonight. That's why, Tom, that I slipped a little five-hour energy drink. I got a two-and-a-half-hour energy. To right George now. Carlin, I made your Jack and Coke, and I put half of the five-hour energy drink in it. And then, to George Carlin... Later, I, you, I said, hey, do you want a little? Because I drink five-hour energies, but I drink them in, like, threes. Like, I can't drink a whole one. I'll have, sometimes I'll have, like, a quarter of one. And I slipped a little bit in yours. But then I said, do you want a five-hour energy? And you're like, yeah, I have a little bit of one. And then I go, well, I'm, I can admit it now. But I wanted you to really be. Todd, as long as we're being honest. What did I you do? I injected you in heroin when you were. <laughs> so you're going to have a, a very interesting show. Let's I just didn't. say. <laughs> so here's why tonight is special. Before we go any further, and I totally mean this, um, here's who's here today. You ready? Here's who's in studio. Obviously, they know Tom is. Jake is here, but he has taken a role of a sit backer, sitting back. And I said, Jake, you can do whatever you want. Drink. Uh, not that, you know, hey, by the way. I would say the majority of time in my life when I'm being silly and giddy, it's not drinking or smoking. Uh, but there's no doubt that's a treat of life if you treat it that way. If, if you can say it's a treat, I say, come in, smoke, drink, and every so often we're going to go to you and ask you how you're doing. So, Jake, do whatever you want. Is that cool? Oh, yeah. And we'll talk about what I'm doing to your house later. Uh, Jake hit the lottery because he asked me to help him out with his apartment, and I'm, a, a, I'm obsessed with it now. And we're going to pull it all off next Friday. So anyway, there's that. So here's who else is here. So, Irk. Irk. Hello. Hi. How you doing? I'm wonderful. I love that you're here. It just feels, for the people listening at home, which is most of our audience, um, it's, <laughs> it's all of our audience, like, it's right. It's like, you know, this is our thing. And then it switched, it switched gears because Eric moved back to Boise because he sits at home with a bucket of beluga. Anyway, <laughs> can I get a, a drum... Thank you. Um, so here's what Eric did, and then we'll go around, and then we'll start the show. Um, well, the show started. Um, so Eric drove from – where do you live now? Boise. Boise. Mm -hmm. And you have a dog. That's your same right. dog. What's it's your dog's name? Baby. Baby. <laughs> Hello, baby. In case she listens. Um, <laughs> uh, and you drove from Boise to Vegas. Correct. Okay. And you met somebody. That will tell you who it is in a second. Somebody else that's here today. And then you all went to see Don Rickles. Yep. With uh, Stephen Fine Arts. Steve Fine Arts, his girlfriend, Naomi. Danielle. Danielle, sure. <laughs> sure. I'm just kidding. I know it's Danielle. I really genuinely, to George Carr, know. Why, why would I be that off? Naomi. Anyway. Um, and then you all saw Don Rickles. And uh, we'll talk about, maybe we'll talk about that later. Maybe we won't. And then you. And somebody else drove here yesterday, and then... I can't uh, wait to find out who. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. So, so, so you drove... Uh, you, you met somebody who's involved with the Todd Glass show in Vegas. He flew from wherever he lives. You... 
uh, drove from Boise. You met someone that's involved with the Todd Glass show, and then you both, even though he flew into Boise, no, he flew into Vegas, he got a plane ticket out of L.A. So he drove with you from Vegas here to L.A., right? That's correct. We'll find out who that is in a second. But it is, let me tell you something. The only thing we didn't get to do, I miss you, first of all, you know, because you're great, and I love you to death. But also, you're, the way you used to write out my notes for me. Yeah, that sloppy penmanship. <laughs> oh, it makes me sick every week. When you, when you were here every week, and by the way, there was other stuff that you did, but that became the bonus. Looking at your neat handwriting on all my post-its. Look at it. It's disgusting. I look over it. I feel like I, 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 a crab holding a pen could do better than that. Look at it. It makes me sick. Anyway. So, so that's it. So that's that. So you, and then also Chris Burdett is here. So obviously you knew that. So Chris is here. Thank you, Greg. And I talked about uh, um, Jake, young Jake Adams. Of course, Nick is here. And by the way, Nick, what did you say, Chris? Maybe, maybe put that mic in the middle of you both so you can both lean in. What did you say about the videos that are up online every week? Oh, I said they're really well edited and well shot, and I really like them. Nick Lipa, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Nick, Nick Lipa. Good work. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, and then um, Tom's here. By the way, Tom, I've said this before, but when you're here, I feel like – because before the show, because it's a little different tonight and, and, and somebody – you know, well, I don't want to say anything, but um, I, I was like, you know what? Something about when Tom's here – it makes everything's going to be okay. I'm I, a hologram of positivity. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are. How do you know it is what I want to know. Most people that are hologram of positivity, you know what they do? Go, oh, no, I mean, really? Oh. But you're like, yeah, I'm a hologram of positivity. I'm glad you know it. Thank you. And Chris, if you want to sneeze all over the computer, do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, and by the way, Chris Burden lost 30 pounds. We didn't want to say anything. Grow a sweet ass beard that looks like almost fake. It's so sweet. It's it is a you 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 looks like you. That is the type of beard that is so. It's like Grizzly Adams, but trimmed like a motherfucker. Right. Yeah, I, I appreciate you noticing. Yeah, sure, I noticed. Yeah, you think I miss a beat? Of course not. I don't miss anything. It's like Grizzly Adams went and got a hundred dollar haircut. Thank you. Okay, now of course Aristotle's here. And then Nick's here, and then Jake. Jake, did I talk about you? <laughs> what are you doing over there? You're just having a nice little beer? You, you can hit this if you want it, whatever you want. You shut the fuck up. I'll tell you what you're ready for. Okay, now, also, Greg is here. Uh, Greg isn't here that often, but Greg is a drummer. Oh, I'm so happy. And then, ladies and gentlemen, This is, I want this person to get, I think the listening audience knows It's the greatest it moment in history of the it's, show. It shouldn't be happening. It's, am I, am I, am I maybe playing it up a little for dramatic purposes? Maybe not enough. Maybe not enough. Can we get the drum roll a little louder? And that is live drums. This, bring it down a little. <laughs> Give me a little reverb. When I met this person after a show, they came up to me, and the first song that they ever played, there's a kind of hush. There's a kind of hush. And he gave me a CD, and I listened to it with 
with thank God that Chris Burden was there because we were in Portland and Irk, Eric slash Irk was there trying to deal with a trumpet player trying to sue me because <laughs> I shoved the trumpet into his mouth because he wasn't playing loud enough, which is half true. <laughs> He was like, bram, bram, bram. I'm like, play, you motherfucker. And I was kidding, and I pushed it, and he tried to act like it chipped his tooth, but it didn't. <laughs> so, so this guy comes over after we're all, after the show, and he handed me a CD, and he shyishly sure. walk, left. Hmm. That night, back at the hotel, we listened to it in the computer, and we're like, me, Chris, and Eric, we're like, this is really good. And that gentleman was, ladies and gentlemen, that gentleman, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, was the incomparable. The, I, I wouldn't want to do this show. Let me tell you something. If this man was not around, I'm not doing the show anymore. You know who it is. And let me tell you something. Take your headsets off because in a second you're going to have to stand up and show this gentleman the respect that he deserves. And the drum, the drum procession, what do you call it? Whatever he's doing is perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, he's here in studio. Never before. Lyricist Joe! Standing ovation. I know. I hope he wrote a song for himself. Oh, there's his joke. Keep going. Keep it's going with greatest. it. I love it. You deserve more. I'm sorry that you have to play it. I should have had another guitar player here. I was thinking we should have somebody write a song for him. It's not loud enough. I like it louder. Yeah. All right, fade it out. Oh, I feel like I got that all out of the way. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I am exhausted. Uh. Hello, Joe. Oh, hi. You talk right into your mic. Hello there. We even have a <laughs> hello there. <laughs> we even have a microphone over near the with the. Well, it's it's. Let me tell you something. Well, we hang out all the time, but you've never been here. Is this studio what you pictured? It's bigger. It's huge. Really? No, How about, about that? About what I thought. Oh, you thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick does such a good job photographing. Well, sure, he makes he uses the zoom lens. That's also the same uh, thing he, when he takes a shot of his cock. For those uh, for those uh, websites he goes on, <laughs> he uses the wide angle lens. All right, that joke probably could have been better. I edit that out and edit it back in. That's how much I like it. Todd, I'm 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 too afraid to talk to uh, lyricist Joe in person. Can you ask him what it's like to be a genius, a music genius? <laughs> ask him. What is it like to be a mu- well? He, how's he going to know what to say, Tom? I don't know, but you ask him. Well, but, but musical genius plays it modest. Well, he, he can he can tell us. Maybe he'll give us. What's it like to be a musical genius? Yes. Well, it's, it's Can you talk closer to your mic? Sure. Such a it's, musical it genius. It seems like it's most comparable to say being like if you're a reliable presenter of comedy, or <laughs> just a reliable <laughs> presenter of music. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Sure. Did you think Aristotle would look like he looked? I thought he'd be taller. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we should point out that uh, lyricist Joe McKenzie is it's actually seven foot four. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I swear to I God, was, he's seven foot four. I've met him before, and I didn't even realize. He's it. that tall. All right, listen. What are you? 
tossing out your drinks? (laughs) I just look over at Eric and he throws his drink over into the trash. All right, listen. Hold on. We're having such a good time right now. It is such, it really is a lot of fun. Everything we're doing right now, just, it's just great, pure joy. That reminds me of uh, Matt LeBlanc. He, oh likes, he likes joy. Some things never change. Hey. I don't know how that reminds me of that. I don't know how that. I, I mean, thought he was this was name dropping like six months or three years. When it was, whatever. Just let him. What? How's it remind you of Matt LeBlanc? It's joy. He likes joy, joyous things. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. And, and 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 what happened with you and Matt LeBlanc? Oh, I thought you just brought up that that show's big in China. That you didn't say that. <laughs> no, I didn't. But but good for you. I'm I'm happy to have you back. I'm very happy to have you back. Okay, so listen. Everybody take a deep breath. You're good people. We got right over here. That is a list of things that we're going to do before we start the show, as we do every week. I think I'm, I'm not joking. To George Carlin, I'm in like a weird vortex of, I don't know what it is. Maybe nostalgia. Thank you. Well, Thank it's hard you, to believe it's been three years. I mean, it's really amazing. Yeah, like, like, you know what? Because it's a... Yeah, maybe because it's like... And also, everybody's here, and I want to make this so special that I have, like, this, like, adrenaline rushing through my body. And I don't know what to do! <laughs> All right, I'm okay. All right, listen. Let's, let's, let's start by getting this out of the way, the thank yous. And then we're going to take a break. And we're going to have a fun show. Tom, are you doing good? I'm doing great, but I'm trying to – I really want to know, and I want to ask uh, for the listeners, because if I want to know, they probably want to know, how did Jimmy Kimmel come up with that um, introduction for you as the national treasure? Was well, let me something... hear that again. Let me hear before I answer you. Let me hear that again. <laughs> like, was it something you came up with? Well, or was it let me hear it. Hold on. Let me hear it. I don't remember what he said. I don't... Please say hello to Comedy's National Treasure, Todd Glass. Thank you, boys. Well, I th- he said it. I don't tell him what to say. No. Th- do you, do you, to be honest, do you think I go in there and I go, tell Jimmy to say that I'm Comedy's National? No. No. Jimmy feels that way. He has writers for that. Well, he has, he has feelings for that. <laughs> feelings. Right. He has feelings. feelings and right. he just says his feelings. We can tell I'm getting angry. <laughs> just say his writer. You keep saying yeah, well, it's feelings. A pitch, a pitch like ten or twelve ideas. Feelings. Let's say uh, what do we want to call Todd? His feelings. His yeah, feelings. Yes, those. Oh, maybe ten or twelve writers. No, his feelings. Week cycle. No, his feelings. Minimum guilt. His feelings. That show's great. Feelings. No, he has feelings. Lists. He feels. He feels. He says what he feels. He says what he feels. Terrific comedian. He says what he feels. A guy who cares. Let me get through this real quick, and then we're you, – you know what I thought today? Don't have an opening, like, where I thank people. Let's get right to the show. It's an anniversary show, but I got to. Johnster Mash, thanks for that. Remember, lately we've been thinking – you know why you don't play the positive. You don't read positive emails or stuff like that because it seems self-indulgent. You read the negative ones, cause, but, you know, it's okay. Uh, John, Johnster Mash, he has a website. JohnsterMash.com. He wrote a very nice article about the show. And let me tell you something. I appreciated it. Um, I, I cannot believe that I still write things. Tom, 
banner APT. The hell does that mean? Tom. Oh. <laughs> Tom. Tom. Uh, is it true? Oh, this time. <laughs> this is to you. All right. I, I was wondering. They, you know, some people said you get a, a boner while you're giving the massages. No, giving the what? Well, I know. It's embarrassing. But somebody told me that you get one while you're making the appointment. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, but, no, okay. you know, I'm professional. I wouldn't. Not while I'm giving the massage. <laughs> this is something that, uh, you know, I, uh, uh, because for a. Uh, do you know that there's there there's there's well this is what um Nick Lipa tells me. Oh well Nick. I don't know if it's true or this not. It's all he, on you, Nick. This is this is what I live with right now. But I love it. I love it. I'm gonna be honest, I love it. I wake up Nick is my I think my, if my mom had her way, she I don't believe this is the way the world works, but if she did, she created Nick Lipa to come into my life to teach me what she lived with uh growing up. The minute I wake up, boom, he's right. Did you know the thing and the thing and the blah, 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 and then, you know, and then, you know, there's hair, there's hair cock stylus. Wait, now Nick Lipa tells you that. Yeah, that's what he told me. That's what he told me. I go, well, I, I guess there is. He goes, yeah, I, there's, there's like, they have to, they have to comb and, and style. Um, by the way, to George Carlin, I'm being honest. And by the way, when he told me, I went, it's probably true. There's, there's, they have to style. It's not the same style as it does your hair. Like if there's someone and there's a naked scene, they have to style the, 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 the cock hair, really? penis. Maybe it's. I don't know how to say it where it doesn't sound so gross. Hmm. And I was thinking, can you imagine if that's true? Like you're like, hey, I style. Uh, you know, um, I'm a hairstylist. I'm a oh. hairstylist. I do. Uh, I do. Um, uh, a special. Who's the Who's the the bachelor? The, the we thought he was going to be a bachelor for the rest of his life, but he's getting married now. Clooney. Clooney. She goes, I style Clooney's hair. And then her friend goes, to be honest, I think his hair looks shitty. She goes, no, his cock hair. <laughs> she goes, oh, that's, no, his cock hair. Oh, right. cock yeah. hair is great. Oh, it looks great. Oh, the cock hair. It's so nice. It's so, it's really, it, it's not too blow dried, but that cock hair is unbelievable. Yeah, our book club was commenting on that. I believe it. It's so Even at church. Well, his head on his hair on his head doesn't look so good. But it's really the grocery nice. store, everybody was saying. Everybody was saying, oh, sure, you do. Oh, it's great. Yeah. That salt and pepper look. Good size. You can see it. It's perfect. All right, listen. <laughs> Everything's fine. Nick, you emailed me, and you wanted to ask a question. You said, wait till this anniversary show kicks off, people, because it's going to be like the Star Spangled Banner. Just like, boom, with fireworks. Nick, you emailed me and you said you're a comedian. I thought it was a really good question. And I thought the fact that he asked it meant that he'll probably get past it. Mm -hmm. He doesn't feel who he is off stage represents who he is on stage. Our Nick right here? Or no, no, Nick? different Nick, an, an emailer Nick. Mm -hmm. And he goes, I just feel like all I'm up there is trying to think of the next joke, and I'm not who I am off stage. And uh, he's, not, way, he's not comfortable enough yet on stage. Right. right. And I... I I, w I usually email people back, but once in a while, I think it's easier to say it verbally. Mm -hmm. And this one was definitely one of those. Um, that happens, and a lot of that will just take time. But what's something substantial I can tell him that will – I like to give advice that someone a week later can go, fuck, that really helped. And you said one thing, Nick. You said you're just worried about your next joke. 
Notes that you bring up on stage don't have to be written in pen and really small. Get a big fucking black Sharpie. Write, take a big P- 8x10 piece of, you know, printing paper and write your notes big. You go out there, you put them on the stool. You're not worried about your next joke. Even Janine Garofalo in one of her recent uh, specials had a artist's easel out there. With well, her- that's my – Tom, you're one step ahead of me because – if you're, I think it's great when a comedy club has a music stand because the notes can be, they're tilted, they're up, you can, mm-hmm. you know, it's raised, it's right at you. And if you write your notes big enough, they can be right on that stand, a music stand, if you have it. But you don't have to do the type of show where you're looking at your notes and you're like, hmm, hmm, hmm. No, you're just, you, you, all you're doing is committing to the joke you're with because when you're done that joke, Right in front of you. Again, most comedy clubs don't have a music stand, so it'll be on the stool. You walk out on stage with a piece of paper. Hey, I'm not even shitting around. Take a piece of tape and make a circle out of it. So when you put it down on that stool, it stays there. Because a lot of times it'll move. You know, we've all dealt with that. We're like, oh, it moves off or whatever. And then you just commit to the joke you're in. And when you're done that joke, you glance down. You don't have to pull the piece of paper up. It's big, fat, black magic marker. You know your next joke. Try that out and tell me if that doesn't help you a teeny bit. Right. Bullet points. You don't need to write it word for word out. Of course. Yeah. Of course. I like how I say of course like it dismisses what you're saying. Um, (laughs) No, it's like a music set list. You just see what you want to say. George, uh, uh, go to um, uh, Dead Spin. Is it Dead Spin? Yes. Go look at their Georgia football player joins a book club. Be ready to get your heart all warmed up. <laughs> a football player reading a book. Come on, Todd. <laughs> I swear to God, you got to keep to realistic stories. <laughs> oh. go, go to George, Go to Deadspin and go. Georgia, uh, Georgia football player joins a book club. And you just re- won't quit with that. Come on, Todd. <laughs> a, bo- a football player reading a book in college. Enough already. You're gonna. You're gonna. You're gonna get your heart warmed. Let me tell you something. You're gonna get your heart warmed. Oh. See me now? Look at me. I have like my own conductor here tonight. All I did was wave my hand in the air and look what happens. You're going to get, you go to there, you're going to get your heart warmed. I don't even want to tell you what it's about, but someone sent it in to me and it was, it was very heartwarming. Star uh, sent this in. Star. So the other day I woke up and it was really weird because I was having this weird dream. This is really from a listener. And this girl I hadn't seen for such a long time was in it. And then... You know, all this weird stuff was happening. And then my alarm went off. So I got up and I stumbled into the bathroom and I turned the light on and I looked in the mirror and my head fell off. Wow. <laughs> That's. <laughs> That's obviously one of uh, Whit- Wittermer Thomas. Now, also, Mike Cronin was a guest of the show, and then we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back. Mike Cronin is a guest. He came. Mike Cronin is a very funny comedian, uh, and he was a guest on the show, and he didn't need to send me a thank you. He was so cool when we hung out that night. We went back to my house. He's a comedian who I know from uh, when I worked the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, but he sent this uh, yesterday. I got it in the mail. Hey, Todd, it's Mike Cronin. I just wanted to thank you for letting me come to the podcast a couple weeks ago. I had so much fun. And let me tell you something. If you think you could be that nice to a guy and just get away with it, well, you are dead fucking wrong, you stupid piece of shit. (laughs) I got something coming for you. 
real nice. And you're going to open it up and be like, oh, I'm Todd Glass. What's this, the best gift I've ever gotten? This my Cronin fellow sure knows how to treat a dude. I'm Todd Glass. By the way, I'm just a big old dumb fuck. That's going to be what you sound like. a little negative. Seriously, though, in all sincerity, I really appreciate you letting me fly 3,000 miles. So I can come and sit in a corner in complete silence. <laughs> Couldn't even uh, turn on the bubble machine for me, huh? <laughs> All right, one final thing. I, I, this is weird and embarrassing to bring up, but I, you forgot to pay me for b- the podcast. So if you could just send me money through PayPal or something, I don't know. Figure out a way to pay me. Uh, Tom Brady said he had a lot of Jew money lying around, so if you could just give me some of that. I don't know how that works, but I got to go. Anyways, love you, buddy. Thank you so much. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time when we go in for the close. Wow, that was a fast anniversary show. Live in studio is lyricist Joe playing along with Greg, drummer Greg, as we affectionately call him. And let me tell you something. Bring it down a little bit, but keep playing. Keep playing. Because then we're just going to have a fun time. But I'm going to tell you this. You know how sometimes you're afraid to bare your soul emotionally because then it... I love doing this show. I really do. And I'm going to tell you this because it's three-year anniversary. Every time I go out to do shows and I meet people after the show, they're exactly who I want them to be. They're kind. They're nice. They're gentle. They and, they lo- wa- and they watch Fox News. And they watch Fox <laughs> News. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I think we got to be doing. Is it is it all right to say? You know, I don't want to get post- podcast hangover tomorrow. It's all right to say I think we're doing something good because the people because the people that you meet are people that you like. You're like, well, we're doing something right. Most, Hopefully, most definitely, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So because I do, I meet people, and you're like, I like these people. They seem like people I would want to hang out with. Kind. You know, the first part is like, uh, it's kind, it's gentle, it's nice. But the part that I love, it's all that. And th- they like things that are crass. And they like things that are vulgar. But all for the right reason. Does that make sense, Tom? Absolutely. But the thing that this podcast has, the other podcasts that just talk and are. Oh, wait, what is that? Shut the music off. I want to hear what Tom's saying. Well, I think that what people don't realize, or maybe they do realize, and they realize it on different levels, is that. What is, what is it? You're oh, my act- God. Am I, like, great or something? <laughs> well, you're actually maybe even saving lives. And I don't want to get, like, over the top here. But, no, what you Shh. do is important to people. Stop moving, Chris. He's talking. <laughs> so, like, you're a goofball like any other comedian. But you're a goofball who's actually taken on the mantle of something pretty important. And, and, and a lot of comedians kind of are just funny. And that's fine, too. But you have done something you didn't need to do. And it's helped a lot of people. So I think that it's you were to be commended that uh, you have done that, and you didn't have to. So uh, that's well, as a that's as a comf- I can't I get uncomfortable when I talk uh, sincerely, but that's all I'll say. Well, guess what? I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it, and I appreciate it because you're always afraid. Here's the moment where you're afraid. Oh, is it so self-aggrandizing? Is that the word? Nah, sort of. But it works both ways. What? Right? Yeah. But it works both ways. You you get to meet those people, too. And, uh, you know, like I said, a lot of these guys that do radio or podcasts, they complain about their audience. They're like, oh, my audience, my audience. I'm like, well, maybe it's easier for me to say, but the audience that I meet after the show, are, I like them. And I know people think, I, don't let that go in one ant here. I'm not bullshitting you. 
A lot of these shows that spew out a lot of misinformation, a lot of shit, and a lot of indirect hatred. They don't think it's hatred. It is their audience. They don't realize, oh, that's because that's what we fucking do. That's what we draw. And when I meet people after the show, I swear to you, I'm like, I fucking like these people. When I was just in Doylestown, I'm going to Washington, D.C. You meet people after the show, you're like, yeah, I like them. So three years in, you know, I, I'm really, I like the people that we meet after the show. All right, there we go. There's that. Oh, I'm going to get podcast hanging no. after that. Three so years. we're going to take a break. We're here with Nick Lipa, young Jake Adams. <laughs> trying to help you out. <laughs> I mouthed my name so Todd wouldn't forget. Tom Martin. Yeah. Oh, my God. A live sting. <laughs> See how excited I get to hear my name? That's how everyone feels. Tom Martin. He did it again. That's live. Tom Martin. Oh, my God. Keep doing it. Tom Martin. You could do that for anybody. You could do it for young Jake Adams Twitter. Go young Jake, Jake Adams. Follow. Jake M. Adams on Twitter. Do it again. Follow Jake M. Adams on Twitter. What do you say about Aristotle? Aristotle. Aristotle. What do you say about uh, What do you say about uh, Eric Olson? Eric Olson. Say it like I say it. Eric Olson. <laughs> what do you say about Chris Burden? Chris Burden. What do you say about the drummer Greg behind you? Drummer Greg. <laughs> what do you say we should do? Hold on, I'm I'm feeling great right now. Um, hold on, let me look at the list. I guess we'll take a break. We'll take a break, right? Did I thank everybody? Oh, uh, yeah, Mike Cronin. Oh, he passed away Thursday. Oh, that's sad. He <laughs> 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 was so fun. Does he, that mean died? Or did he just, like, walk past us? Nah, he passed away. Mike Cronin is dead, ladies and gentlemen. We'll take a break. We'll be All right. Let's do something nice for Mike Cronin. We'll be back. He's, he's alive and well, everybody. That's the joke. I just wanted you to know. All right, we'll be right back right after this. Oh, wait. We'll be, yeah, <laughs> we will be right back right after this. This is live. Welcome to Todd's World. Dimmers on the light. Atmosphere, I guess. <laughs> That's the way to unwind. <laughs> Step into his house. Oh, different live. I Comfort it. and surprise. Three years, everybody. Trace on. Welcome to Todd's world. Benvenido a la Munda Todd. <laughs> Built with you in mind. Con tu en, en mi mente. <laughs> Come if you're invited. Invitar. <laughs> All of the prep is done. Me gusta. <laughs> Look. Mira. And you will notice. Notice our. The common theme is fun. Me aprietan mucho los zapatos. 
10,000 more listeners from my Spanish translation. Yeah. Tom, be honest with what? me. Oops, sorry. I guess it's hard to say be honest with me with the wrong effects on your voice. Tom, Tom be, yes. honest be honest with me. With okay. Me. Uh, was that really Spanish? Yes. A Honestly, lot of it was. A lot how of much it was, of it was fudged a little? None Remember, of it. we have Spanish listeners. None of it. I mean, some of times I just said oh, something else in Spanish, to... but it was all Spanish. Was it repeating what he said? Some of it. Be, to, to, to George About Carlin? 70% of it. How much to George Carlin was echoing what he was saying? Repeating it. 65%. 60, how come you went 65 <laughs> Was that, it seems like you're changing the number right in the middle. <laughs> well, our listeners can call in and, and they can decide how accurate my translation was. We do have listeners. <laughs> call her, seriously, call her, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, the other way around. Caller, go ahead. Hey, Tom, love the show, but I got to be honest, you sort of did go 69. <laughs> well, if you were listening, you know that my translation was 68% dead on. Tom, c- can I be honest? Sure. <laughs> I don't see why not. This is, is this crazy that this is the start of the show? There's nothing crazy about it when you got this kind of quality. Other shows, this is the show. That's it. Is that, is that weird to you? Other shows, they're like, thanks for listening. We're like, uh, that's what it takes us to just get ready to do a show. You know what I worry about is that we may put a lot of podcasts out of business because. I feel that way. You know, I, I mean, they're the like, if they compare thing. themselves. That's what Jake said to me. Yeah, I mean, if they, if they listen to this, they'll think, oh, we suck by comparison. But you know what? Don't compare yourself to other podcasts. Just do what you can do. That's right. You're not us. No. We have a instruments. We have a studio. It's the it's like a show. Don't do that. That's going to drive you nuts. Plus, you know, we got multilingual <laughs> translation. I listen to what I want to do right now. I got a little lost. There, I'm not going to lie. Um, we have a song. A, a while back on the show, I was saying that if I could do like my dream would be to just go live in the woods in a mud hut with maybe I get like ten podcast listeners and I just do the show for them. Why that's do you have all to have we have. Mud hut. Is there no well, I want somewhere to live. Well, I mean, can't you bring a tent or a SUV to George Carlin? Yeah, yeah. I want to live in a mud hut, like an adobe hut. That's yes, hard. Okay. That I don't have to put a tent. A mud hut is still like it's a house, even if it's mud. I'm being totally serious. Okay, does I that just, make sense? I've Honestly, never seen. No, me. I've never seen a mud hut. Uh, you don't picture like the Flintstones house, but it's made out of mud. All right. But it's that sort of look. You know, like simple windows. They're mud. What are you going to do? Have a mud window? No, there's just a hole. But it's like the Flintstones house if it was made out of mud. You could picture if someone goes, see the house the Flintstones live in? Make that out of mud. Sure, they could do it. That's what I live in. And it's nice and cool because the mud keeps it cool. Mm-hmm. And then I have 10 podcast listeners. And then I said, and, uh, and I thought, that's all I need. What is that? I hear uh, typewriting. <laughs> what is it? Oh, it's the Flash. It's exciting. Well, it's our three-year anniversary. I told the him. press is here. The press is here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jake. Jacobs. 
You stopped calling Jake young Jake Adams. Is that because he turned 22? Wow, well, he's not so young. He, when he's four years younger than me, not such a big yeah, deal. I know I'm going to be 25. It's freaking me out. <laughs> it's actually edit that out. Edit Jake that out. Edit and edit that out. It's Jake's birthday. It's going to be Jake's birthday this week, right? Wait, yeah. during this show tonight. What's your birthday? Uh, August 20th. August 20th. Happy birthday to you. Adams. Let's hear the guitar. Happy birthday to you, Jake Adams. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy guys, come on. He has to make him feel special. Jake Get all together. Adams. We can do it together. Okay. Happy birthday, Jake Adams. Guys, 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 Happy. Stop, stop. This Jake. is for Jake. We want to make him feel special. Birthday. Okay, I'm the worst. Tom, now you're just being. I, know, you, I'm trying to I want along. to do this right. All Seriously. right, let's do it right. Okay, by the way, I love it as a bit because then I don't feel bad about being mean. We are the five of the most uncoordinated people in the world trying to make somebody feel special. That's the scene. With big hearts. No matter how much I tell you to try, it's like, okay, no, back to the bit. No, seriously. Okay, we'll start. This clean. is for Jake. Start playing the guitar. Let him be the lead. All right. Go. Happy no, 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 no. Listen to him. Let him. Let him. Okay. You're, you, 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 were, you, were, you were throwing him off All one right. second I'll, in. I'll follow. Listen. That was a lot closer. No, go. Go. Happy birthday to you. Birthday, guys. Jake's Listen. birthday. Just step let, up. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to make it a. Who said step up? <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck this up for him. You only turned 22 once. It's not that big of a deal. No, it is. I, no one even sang to me on my 22nd birthday. Oh my god. Oh. No, I'm serious. All right, we Everyone apologize. I mean, but it's not I, the I end guess of the world. If you guys want to sing for me too, that's okay. Well, there's no reason it's we can't like make this a double song. Months. It's not that big of a deal. We'll do another song to Jake, no, but I think you're overreacting. It is a big deal. It's already ruined. Are you sure you're not just saying it to Because Bond? everyone knows you only remember the first memory of your 22nd birthday song. Well, <laughs> Pretty much every modern-day fairy tale, it says that explicitly, Todd. <laughs> do you remember Cinderella? No, no, we'll do something. No! His life is ruined! Ooh, I wow. think you're exaggerating. His life is exaggerating? ruined. Exaggerating? I think you're fucking... Lying. I, are you sure? Are you sure you're not just trying to bond with him because you're sort of for tonight doing his job and you're overreacting a little? Doing his job? I could never do his job. Well, Jake is I, irreplaceable. That's why this show's going to shit right now is because I'm in this seat. Even though I will admit you're the one ruining this current bit. <laughs> Overall, the reason the show sucks is because I'm sitting here and not Jake. God! I learned everything I know from him. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've listened to hold every on. show. Stop, stop. You you did... Okay, I'm being... I, I swear to God, now I'm being honest. I think I know what's going on right now. No, you have no fucking idea what's going on. I, you didn't... Okay, listen. You two can No, both... you listen. <laughs> but go ahead and finish talking, because I want to know what you're going to say. Are you sure, just with Lyris's Joe here... And, you, and it's a little... Don't bring Joe into this. It's not about Joe, Todd. Right, Chris, He's done I'm... nothing but wonderful things for this show. Right, Just I... like Jake. 
and not me. Now I don't know what to do. Seriously, you're. Jake is great on the show. I don't yes, think we ruined his birthday. I think we ruined more than his birthday, Todd. More like his year. Hmm. More like All his right. 20s. Well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the entire decade. He's not even going to be able to get laid anymore because all he's going to think about is how much we ruined his birthday song, and then he's going to lose it every time. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe we should stop. Maybe we should stop. Hey, motherfuckers. Maybe we should stop. Maybe we should stop. Oh, my God, Chris. That bit brings me so much joy. <laughs> it's purely so that get into the head of that character. No. I, by the way, my mind is if I'm going to be the psychiatrist watching it, I'm going to go, he's trying to buy. No, you, you ruined his whole birthday. He, like, he's trying to overly. And the whole 20s, the decade. Show. Oh, it's, gonna ruin, it's not going to ruin his <laughs> 20s. <laughs> Just because we sang happy birthday bad. But listen, with that in mind, may pretend to back to the bit. We maybe we did, so let's try to sing "Happy Birthday" right. Now listen up, Tom. Okay, Todd. Let him lead. You're pointing to Joe. Joe, let him lead. Let him get the song. Let listen, and then follow what he does. Okay. That's the way. The That's only not way. hard. Well, I think if we're going to do a nice happy birthday song for him, for Jake, and not upsetting, obviously, Chris. I don't want to upset let's, Chris. Let's he's, not do that. He's again. a loose cannon. All right, Chris, we're going <laughs> to. My heart is beating so fast right now, Tom. Right, would you do upset. me a favor to take the pressure off of Greg and Joe? It's, if, if we don't get it right, it's not going to ruin his life. Would you at least say that? No, absolutely not. That's what oh, I've been God. saying this whole time. It's, it's going to. <laughs> what? It's going to ruin his entire Well, you don't existence. have to scream. It's going to take years of therapy for him to get over this. All right, let's try it. Let's do it right. Go ahead, Joe. Shh, 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 shh. No, 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 no. I really let him take the lead. Joe. Joe. What the fuck was that? We stopped. Oh, I, I, all at once. I swear to God, I actually thought it was. Oh, real. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to start. I'm talking to myself. I'm just really upset. I <laughs> fucked it up that time. You guys were great. Oh, thank yeah. you. Oh, I couldn't hear you from over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's us trying. <laughs> For that bit, you got to love it. If, if you're not punching the wall the at home, well, you're not where we're at. Well, how old okay. really is Jake Adams, really? He's 22. Really? You're only 22? He's going to be 22. Oh, you're going to be 23. Shh, shh. I don't want people on the show to think I have an old cast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I said, what if I did this show? How can we make the show more special for people listening? I think drum rolls always make it seem like something is it's a special event. It's the three-year anniversary show starring Tom Martin. Woo! 
That's right. Also starring the young Jake Adams. Nick Leap is taking pictures. Greg's on drums. Aristotle's at the soundboard. And live in studio, Lyricist Joe. Over here, it's the amazing back, ladies and gentlemen, Eric Olsen. At the control booth for after a year and a two-month break, filling in for the young Jake Adams is the incomparable Chris Burden. Chris. Christopher Burden. <laughs> Live in studio, ladies and gentlemen. Lyricist Joe with drummer Greg, two guys with instruments. Woo! Listen, stop it already. We're joking around too much. And the press Maybe it's time to try crack. Maybe it is time. <laughs> it is time to try crack. I, you know what? I don't judge anybody. You never know. My neighbor does crack. She has a blast. <laughs> I see her out gardening, all crack. I go, what are you, on crack still? She goes, yeah, I can. I like Do that. they still have crack? They have any, whatever you want. <laughs> You get it. You order it to your house. In the hey, if you want to, <laughs> um, you know, this guy, he's always telling you how to, <laughs> you know what you do if you get pulled over? <laughs> what you do, you know, they always got ideas for you. Do you know those camera photos? What you do? It never makes sense. Yeah. Right. Here's what you do. You didn't take a picture of your car. You go home, you repaint your car. You say, my car is blue, man. And they can't do anything they about can't it. Do they it. can't give you a ticket. You know, if you lock your doors on your car, the police can't get out of theirs. That's what you do. <laughs> well, I don't know if that actually makes sense. No, when they come up to your car, you roll your window down an inch. That's all you have to do by law. Well, yes, I saw that video online, too. and I, uh, But I don't know if under all circumstances, if you rolled your window down an inch, if... Uh, all you got to do is take out your gun and shoot the cop, and you can't do a damn thing. No, because they can't sue you, because you know why? It's senior prom. What? That did, I don't know where that even came from. That didn't make any sense. But what I wanted to say was, yeah, they always say, like, here's what you do. You know, like, um, what was the thing you just said? It reminded me of something. Oh, you just take out a gun and shoot. Sure. <laughs> no, that, didn't, that reminded me to get off that topic. It seemed right. like you get a little deep there. No, oh, what you do. Okay, it's always the worst advice in the world. You know when you want to travel with pot? Wrap it in shit. Like, you shit in your underwear, and then you're... Yeah, because everyone knows dogs, you know... They don't love the smell of shit, even in, instinctually. Even if they're pot dogs, they love the smell of shit. So that idea, by the way, that's a real idea I heard once. Oh yeah, you like you have shitty underwear, you know, like you know, sh you know, and then you put the pot in it. They, when the TSA is looking at it, they're like, nah. Or the dog will throw the scent off the dog. But I think the dog. Wait, There's know. a lot of shit things to get out of like getting arrested. Like if the cop puts you in the back, just shit in your pants. Yes. They'll let you go. No, they have to let you go by law because they can't make you shit in the city sheets. And you know what I meant. I wish I was a joke. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> one of my Foster Brooks from the 1950s. Hey, I've only had two martinis, and I've got all day Monday to Sunday up. That used to be an old drunk. The way they played it, you know. They would shush inanimate objects. How hard was it for me just to say that word? 
Not was, very. My whole mouth was like freaking out. Ah, come on, go to something more simple. Todd, you've accidentally stumbled on something we learned in my broadcasting schools. Don't be afraid oh. to move your mouth a lot when you pronounce things. Oh, because you sound good now. Well, You're thank you. It. You'll notice I'm doing a lot of excessive movements of my jaw and lips. No, and you sound professional. That's right, I do. No, I'm not joking around. Like, say so, like, uh, something about you. It sounds the way you're even looking at Do me I now. sound like a pro? <laughs> you know I'm at the advanced course now. Oh, my God. Your whole face is like... 15 past the hour. Oh, well, that's the part 87 that degrees here is the high. <laughs> Weather and time. Tom, so if I lived in a mud hut, yeah. Tom, you're great. The mud hut? You're great. Traffic to the mud hut is a little bit tight here. <laughs> why don't you? Why don't you? You should have slept over at my house tonight. Everybody else is uh, Todd, staying I, down I this way, Skype and at call. my house, most people. Call. Can I do Skype? At your well, you know, house? you know, probably not. Sure, you can. You know what's great about this weekend was uh, when I said most people are staying at my house. Uh-huh. Uh, Eric, Irk, Irk, and uh, lyricist Joe, Jose, my friend Andrea. Her <laughs> 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 I can trans- certain things I can translate very easily. Okay, I'm being serious. Right? No, no, I don't mean I'm being serious. You can do whatever you want. I mean, to George Carnum, what I'm telling you is true. So my friend's mom, uh, she has a place like five doors up because she just comes to L.A. a lot. It's a really cool little one-bedroom. She uses it not that often but because she, she's in L.A. so much. She has a place five doors up from us. She's uh-huh. not using it. So Eric and Lyris' Joe are staying in that. That's nice. So it's like. Yeah, get they get to be here for like four or five days, but we, you know, can uh, they have their own little place? So it worked out really good. And um, so anyway, back to the mud hut. Yes. So I said, if I had a mud hut, where I, where is this mud hut? I forget. In Florida. Okay. I just made something up because I wanted to move on. Um, she's. <laughs> You're looking at me with your interviewing. Well, eye. no, I'm. I'm just wondering. I want to water Adobe. Job? I mean, like yes. technically, yes. bricks are mud. But bricks are mud. Okay, run through a kiln. <laughs> so we're living. So in this mud hut could be a forty-story structure, for all I know. <laughs> that reminds me of. Oh uh, no, not oh, now. Oh, what that, is it? That reminds me of uh, when I would hang out with Mel Gibson. Oh like, Lord, how does that? Even? I don't know. Mel Gibson doesn't live in a mud. He has a house. It's Mel, though. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, and I don't mean to put you on the spot. We love you. Sure. But, and you're great and you're always welcome you here. You told me to be part of the show. So I, I know, was but if it doesn't make sense, it seems like you have a story about Mel. Okay, let me take the tone out of my voice. It seems like you have a story. Maybe you're a little nervous. So that's okay, too, by the way. It seems like you have a story about Mel Gibson and you're trying to force it in. We were talking about mud huts. No, I was relating. And to what? To the story. Well, what is okay? Maybe I don't understand. Does what part had because to do it with the reminded mo- me of it? Well, you could. S- <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! You're doing that character so good tonight. And you know, before the show, he didn't want to do it. He goes, "Don't just point to me. What if I can't think of something? You do. You're thinking of things." It's so great. He's so full of shit, this guy. It reminded me. Well, that's anybody can be in that gray area and say it reminded What reminded you is the question. It just reminded me. It connected me. in my head. Mud and, and, uh, mud and the Mel Gibson. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I'm going to play along then. Okay, let me go back to the bit. Oh, what? here's the guy trying to be nice to him. Instead of giving him a hard time, you know, just maybe ask him what it reminded him of to make him work a little if he's going to jam the story and at least make him... Oh, what did it remind? What did the mud remind you of, Mel? 
Oh, it's because I had mud on my shoes when I went into his house. And he said, do you mind taking your shoes off? Oh, okay. And then what happened? Oh, we hung out. We had a great time. Okay, well, good. That's cool. Hmm. That's always nice. So if I lived in a mud hut... I'm Mel Gibson. Uh, no, let me finish, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, <laughs> I, first of all, I always like to let the listeners in. I held the, the piece of paper up again that said interrupt. The, that, it says, Eric, that reminds me. So I love to hold it up unnecessarily and then yell at him. But let so, me, but let if me you, actually If you were backwards from his logic that... that the thing that reminded him technically was that he had mud on his shoes, went to Mel Gibson's house, and Mel Gibson asked him to take his shoes off because there was mud on it. So that reminded him that Mel Gibson lived in a mud hut. Right. <laughs> That's If you're following that closely. Right. But anyway, let me finish the story here. So anyway, I said if I lived in a mud hut. That reminds me. All right, now you're being foolish. Let me just finish the story. We get it. It reminds you of Mel Gibson. So if I, I was hanging out with Dwight Yoakam. Wow. Uh, you know what? I Hold can't on. even listen to this. Wait, anymore. I want to hear. No, nothing we were just saying in that story had to do with Dwight Yoakam, and I'm going to call him on it. Don't try to be nice, Tom. You make me I'm look curious. like an idiot. I'm not. I'm trying to curious. I want to hear about Dwight Dwight Yoakam. But you, you, what part of that story were we just talking about that reminded him of Dwight Yoakam? Just because you love Dwight Yoakam, don't let your fascination with Dwight Yoakam get in the way that nothing I said had anything to do with Dwight Yoakam. Mm. What part of it did? We don't know until he says. But it never does. Well, maybe this is the one that does. What were we just talking about? We're talking about mud huts. And he says it reminds him of Dwight Yoakam? Yes. What part of it, Eric, reminded you of Dwight Yoakam? Because when we were in his truck, it was covered in mud. (sighs) That's okay. And what happened? Oh, nothing happened. It just reminded me of it. And you, you didn't want to just tell us that you knew Dwight Yoakam? Honest, I'm being oh, yeah, honest. I do know him. Well, <laughs> that's why I brought up the story. Yeah, why would he be in his truck? I thought by saying I was with him, that implied. Oh, God! <laughs> so if I was in a mud hut and I would have, this is a song. Somehow Joe told me when I said that, it prompted this song. And I love songs. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale A tale about IBM Whose software helped facilitate Genocide by Nazi men (laughs) Now things were rough at Apple Suicides in factories Todd said he wants to podcast With no technology No technology Podcasting's hard with no computers onward still they trudged Live. They chose to now record shows in a hut made of mud A hut made of mud The show still stayed at number one Pure joy for one and all With Todd Glass, Jake Adams too Aristotle and Chris Burden Eric Olson, Tom Martin, and drummer Greg here in Todd's podcast, Mud Hut. Oh, my God. Fucking Joe McKenzie. It's amazing. 
That first verse had a little bit to do with Mel Gibson, you know, because he denies the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> So I, oh I thought that's where God. Aaron was going. Can I, I remember tell you, he hadn't heard the song yet. So. I'm embarrassed because um, I was enjoying it so much. <laughs> like, you shouldn't enjoy your own jingles. Let me tell you something. Why not? You should. Of course jingles, you should. Yeah, I'm you're not right. doing them anymore, then. Oh, <laughs> Mackenzie just walked. Nice job, Todd. No, no, no. Oh, shut up. Shut up. I'm – okay, you're trying to – really, you're playing against yourselves because I'm saying I was embarrassed how much I liked it. Insinuates I liked it. Oh, my God, Todd. Will you accept our apology? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. By the way, I should accept it, but you should give it also. I apologize. For, on behalf of everyone. Don't be – you know what? Todd. Nobody likes a dumbbell. Oh, Todd. Some people like a dumbbell. Todd. What? On behalf of all of the people here. Oh my God, is this really yet, something for me? Swear to God, this is sincere. On behalf of everybody who doubted your dedication to the show and to Joe McKenzie, I just want to say I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we didn't realize how much you appreciated Joe McKenzie. I'm sorry that we forgot that you flew him down here at no expense spared, first class. <laughs> I'm sorry that you, Todd Glass, didn't realize that we're sorry. I'm sorry also that young Jake Adams had to celebrate his 22nd or 23rd birthday with us trying to sing. I'm also sorry. That I'm hesitating so long in order to stretch while Todd shares a moment of preparation <laughs> of her with Jingle Joe or Lyricist Joe or Mr. Joe McKinsey. It depends what you call him. We just call him Mr. McKinsey in person because now we feel like his students. We feel like we're under his control and we can't leave till the bell rings. Pause. Huh? What are you talking about? Oh, we can't leave till Joe McKenzie says the bell, you know, when the bell rings. Well, he has a new way. This is what I was just over there talking to him about. Right. He has a new way that he thinks the Gilligan's Island song, he, re, he has a second a version. Oh, he okay. wants us to pick which one's better. Oh. So do you want to listen to it again? Certainly. What were we just doing? What bit did I interrupt? Well, I was just stretching. <laughs> <laughs> he was thanking you. You were thanking me for, oh, for appreciating. And that was apologizing, apologizing bit. We have a lot of bits on today's show. So here's what we're going to do. Um, he's gonna, he has another version, like I just said a second ago, uh, of the uh, Gilligan's Island song. So You're pointing hear. at Joe. I'm pointing at Joe. Joe Thank has another version. Thank you for telling the audience. Let's hear this version. Is it like the other one, pretty much? It's, it's similar. The, the ending's a little bigger. Oh, the yeah. ending's a little bigger. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right, it's a little bigger ending. Go ahead. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale A tale about IBM Whose software helped facilitate genocide by Nazi men Now things were rough at Apple Suicides in factories Todd said he'd like to podcast with no technology No technology Podcasting's hard with no computers Onward still they trudged they chose now to record shows in a hut made of mud. A hut made of mud. The 
show still stayed at number one. Pure joy for one and all with Nick Leepa. Nick Leepa too. Nick Leepa and Nick Leepa. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I wasn't sure which which ending to use, so I just figured we'll we'll do them both, and maybe on Twitter they yeah. can decide which one to it, keep. It seemed a little. <laughs> I mean, okay. A lot of songs don't appreciate. I get it. You Nick forgot Lee, his name in the first one, but I don't think. No, no, no. It has I, to I go to all versions. about. I talked to Eric about it in the car. He knows mm, about it. <laughs> that reminds me. That what? No, he. Uh, that reminds me that we did. Talk okay, about please, that in the car. please, please, and let yeah, me stop you. <laughs> oh, okay, that would be. <laughs> Thank you. See, I, I remind you. <laughs> oh my God. Um, <laughs> everything. What, what? You know, I'm so excited to play jingles over there. But hold on, let me let me take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. <sighs> Everything's fine. The, the guy, the kid that plays the trumpet next door, I can hear him. He puts a little flare on it now. Mm. Listen, open the door. Getting better. Better? That's sick shit. <laughs> That's sick tits. Hey, your daughter's got. Never mind. That sounded gross even before I finished it. <laughs> your daughter's what? Got... I thought you were going to say, daughter's got a bright future? No. <laughs> sick tits. <laughs> your girlfriend. No matter how you use that word sick tits, it doesn't come out nice. Hey, your wife's got some sick tits. Thank you. You're welcome. Most yeah. people get offended. No, Sick means nice. That's what I thought. Right, I don't like that bit, even the way we spiced it up a little. Listen, let's do this. This is a... Uh, w- w- let's hold on. I want to be a nervous. I got to do my thing. And I'm not even joking around. This is, a tr- this is true to George Carlin. I had a conversation, Tom. I, did you hear about my sister-in-law? A friend of hers... Was it my brother or my sister-in-law? Oh, it was, this, it was my brother. I might have made a mistake. At someone that teaches with him. Mm-hmm. And they said, I tried to listen to the podcast. I like a lot of the stuff he says. But to George Carlin, they go, but he talks about uh, too much pussy. And I'm trying to explain to my sister-in-law, well, it's, we, we do it ironically, and I really think we earn the right to say that we do. But anyway. This is, what if she tunes in right now? Seriously, she goes, well, maybe I'll give it another shot. My pussycat was scratching out on my back door. Scratch so long, poor pussy got sore, sore pussy. He's like, Spencer, I'm listening right now. The show's on in the background. Pussy. Listen to his show. This is what he does. Just a friendly little cat. She doesn't know. How do I get in there to go, no, no, it's like a joke. My pussycat was setting out on the front step. Sat so long, poor pussy got wet, wet. 
Spencer. It's like a joke I play. No. Just a friendly little cat. Spencer. No, it's not like that. It's like a joke. Hot. This is what the show is? No, not technically. Well, do, do they play that song? Yeah, they do, but it's sort of their mocking. Uh, pause it. I have a good show. I can't help it if you if your friend listens to it sporadically and doesn't understand the the context. Todd, can I say something? No, this is a professional show. Todd, please. I have I don't know if you weigh one listener's opinion more than another, but I've had several listeners say, I don't think you're mentioning pussy enough in the show. So, do you seriously? Yes. So what do you say to this person listening right now that thinks the show is shitty? It does sound like sounds like a shitty show if you're talking about pussy. Like that, what 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 in depth? That's not the feedback I'm getting. My neighbor and I. No, are you being totally serious? Totally serious. What I'm hearing is I'd like to hear more songs about pussy. Maybe some double entendre songs about pussy. People like it. Yes. They demand it. People, people like assumption songs. People really do like assumption songs. You know, like like this. There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow just shaking his fist at some boys who were down by the creek. Their feet in the water, their hands on their marbles and played things and had pants for. Want to fuck with Joe a little bit? Yeah, Joe had Joe wrote an assumption song for the show. <laughs> <laughs> to George Carlin, he was not asked to do it. Can you take a shot at doing it? I can do it, yeah. All right, hold on. This was his assumption song. I think song. this was the third one I ever did. Oh, this was one of my... Uh, by the way, it sounds... I am catch myself going, this was one of my favorites. Like, like, like I score, you know, Tchaikovsky or something. <laughs> you know? I remember when this one came in. It really touched my heart. This one really did. I'll, it will be with me for the rest of my life. I love the Todd Glass Show, each episode's great. It's fun to hear Todd and his guest master crafting each premise for bit after bit. Some think that it's clever, some think that it's funny to hear Todd do Rodney do Mitch's one-liners to entertain all of you listeners and the non-listeners as well. And if listening then go straight to nerdist.com slash podcast slash the todd glass show and start listening now swear to carlin that reverb will always sound slick so put more on it now or go eat a grilled cheese by candlelight not chick-fil-a we're hundred percenters it's fine if you're mark Marin's podcast there's just before glasses now don't change that dial just sit on your comfortable seat and hear what it's about and i could keep talking but you know it's time to bail out yeah that is so you know the fact that that's in his head i said the other day i was saying before the show i go i feel bad because he's got that in his head meaning like hey i love the songs but you know picture him at home he said he goes, we go, does your wife ever, like, drive her crazy? What is your wife's name again? Lauren. Lauren, who I met, and she couldn't have been sweeter. 
tried to, you know, mm-hmm. fool around a little bit, but I told her to have a bucket of beluga. Anyway, no, um, I met her after the show in uh, in uh, Portland, but uh, I said, does it ever drive her crazy, like, to hear you in the room, you know, making these songs? He goes, no, that's the only way she can come. Is when she <laughs> to, to picture him, you know. <laughs> That's when you switch the words. If you don't want to have to come up with the words, you just have to give that inflection that you were going to go that way and you went that way. You'll know exactly when it's happening. Even without me thinking of the words, the pure inflection helps you enjoy it anyway. Here we go. Why am I the only one doing this in the room? The way Jake's looking at me makes me think I'm a buffoon. But I keep on going and I don't care. I think my bit makes sense and I swear to George Carlin that dude but listen what I'm saying I think I was right I go ba 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 that's where the joke took the change in the lyrics I know that I do very well so listen to me Monday or you can go to Jen's house for coffee and pie and some cake some licorice and good luck charms and all of the thing when the steak is so delicious you want to cut it with a knife but instead I, I, I got lost <laughs> Was that wrong to put people through? No. <laughs> because I was so much enjoying it. I think I made sense. By the way, I want you to tweet at me if you knew what I meant. Like, just when the words change, I would change. Like, I think I was doing it through inflection. All right, listen, what can I do? I think most people would rather hear the words, though. Hmm. That reminds me. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh my God. I went fishing with Ralph Macchio. <laughs> Just let him tell the story. Don't even doubt him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could see how that. Sure. Fun? Fishing? Oh, yeah. It was a great time. Oh, go ahead. What about it? No, no. that was it. We went fishing. What do you want to know? <laughs> Todd, we okay. I, I, uh, guys, Todd, I I'm kn- confused because we were talking about like I know. How, how I know. the structure of a song. What was the structure of a song have to do with Rauch? What's his name? Macho. From Karate Kid. Yeah. All right, don't act like I'm asking you. No, we played music. Oh, I see. Okay. All right, oh, I cool. That's cool. I want to be nice to this guy. He obviously needs love, right? So why are we... Uh, instead, I want this bit to change. Oh, yeah, I see that. Is he nice? No, he's a dick. Oh, <laughs> shut up. I wanted you to be able to... Wait a second. Can you not be rude? <laughs> <laughs> well, because everything's coming 
I know, I know. Let me tell you something, Chris. Nothing more I want to do to make you happy, and you know it. You got here just the same time I did. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Wait a second. That's not Lyris's Joe. What happened to Greg the drummer? <laughs> he slipped down a slide. <laughs> I like, by the way, I want to have a new bit on the show. The sound effects leads. Okay. We just have to follow the sound effects. We don't have to do it tonight, but like you get a good board ready mm-hmm. and then you have to follow it. So whatever this, I think we did it on the show before. We're brilliant. We're brilliant. I don't know what to say, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, do you, what do you guys want to do? You want to hear me sing or something? No, that's all right. I don't think anyone said anything about you singing. We already have a great musician here. Let's stick with Joe, and uh, you can just not sing this time. I mean, this is the one episode where you don't have to sing, Todd. If you want, I'll do a little, but it feels foolish. No, we, already, we already have Joe here. Joe's an amazing. Put it up on the screen. Put it up on the screen. Todd, it's unanimous. No one here wants you to sing, and we have a, a, a musician here, a professional musician, so why not let him carry the music? I'll keep it short. Wait, hold on. Shut the music off. Because uh, uh, we've been this through on the show before, and I think people think, Todd, we love the show to death, but we know this bit. This ain't a bit tonight. This is the anniversary show. I'm not selfish. If you, this, we'll make it very quick. Everyone's going to shit in their pants. Does nobody want me to sing? No, nobody no, wants no. you to sing, Todd. It's, everybody agrees that you then shouldn't sing. Then we're not going to listen to me sing. Oh, oh what a relief. Yes. Thank God. It shouldn't even be thank you because it shouldn't even be a thing we're thinking about. Right. Yeah. What, Jake? I don't even want to say thank you because we shouldn't even have this part of the show. That's if true. you want me to sing, I will. I don't understand what you're saying. That's the way Jake gets in trouble later. Like, why'd you confuse him? He, he told you wanted. Oh, Jake, if you want me to hear me sing, I'll sing. Yes, I no, that's not a thing. Are you so you're better? You're better than the musicians because we have professional musicians here. So if you want to sing, that means you must think you're better than them. And if that's the case, go ahead and sing, Tom. We do. We have a pro musician flew in. To Las Vegas. I don't know. Maybe, first of all, first of all, like I said, I'm not singing. I know everyone thinks, no, I know what he does. He twists it around. There's no fucking song being sung by me. But I think we're being a little rude to a guest that might want to take a break from singing and have somebody else that's professional singing. Would you want to hear me sing? No, that's all right. I mean, my my throat feels fine now. I'm taking five hours. A friend of mine thought his throat felt fine, and this is a true story. I'm not trying to tell you any, swear to God, his throat felt fine, and then it ended up he had to have half his throat removed through uh, surgery. (laughs) Who was this person, specifically? Lenny. Let's look him up. I want want to talk to him about this. He knows James Adomian, so he's real. So you can call James on the phone. Don't, and he knows, and he's a friend. His name's Glenny. I don't want to be crass, and this might come off. A lot of people feel that way, Todd. Well, that's not. If you want me, I'll do a little bit, but I'm not going to do the whole song. If you want, I'll do it. Todd, is there any way we can convince you not to sing? I mean, you seem to think that we're kidding or something, but I think that everyone in here is sincere. Well, let me try it. Maybe you'll like it. It's the only thing that brings me joy. Okay, there. I said it. I'm depressed. I don't have anything to live for. Can I sing for you a little? Oh, you're right. Okay. Remember I said if you didn't want to hear me sing... 
I was not going to make you. I wasn't going to make you go. Oh, sure, Todd. We want to hear your song. I get it. Nobody wants to hear me sing. Maybe if I'm honest and I put the bullshit behind me, could you please listen to me sing so I can enjoy it? That's it. A treat for me, not we, for you. We'd rather not. I'll do a little bit. Come on, let me do a little bit. No, please. We prefer that you did. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel good when I sing. When I sing, it makes me feel really Todd, good. How about this? In no uncertain terms, I speak to everyone when we say. I'll go up we, on the PA. I'll do it for real. I'll go up on the front. I'll do it. I'll sing. I'll go over with the band like I'm professional. It'll make me feel so good. I haven't felt good lately. It's been a long time since I felt good. I mean, I guess we could always just edit it out, right? Yeah. I don't even. <laughs> oh, if it happens, like it's just, being edited. Out. I don't even. By the way, this guy's so desperate, but I like where it's going. Even if you edit it out, I don't care. Oh, okay. No, the audience shouldn't have to hear it. Can, can we uh, take a fiver while you sing? Well, I'd like you to sit there and listen and make me feel good. Because when people listen to me, I'm being honest with you. I'm not trying to do it the old way. I'm begging you to please let me sing because I enjoy it. My voice isn't good. I'll tell you what, Todd. What if we just said, okay, you cannot sing. All right, Tom, let me do a little bit for you. <laughs> now, I owe it to you for being – can I tell you something, guys, and I'm going to do it anyway because you, you – you, I don't want to make you beg because you, you've been so nice to me. You've been so nice to me. Let me sing a song and my thank you to you for being so nice. So let me come on the podcast. I love that this guy became a character, but it's me. <laughs> it is me, but for all intents and purposes, it is a character. This guy – I hope I'm not this – you might think, well, why aren't you this character, Todd? You, we're going to have to listen to you sing. So why aren't you having? Haven't you figured out a clever way to hide your singing into a bit? But okay, this, this maybe I have. But if I'm that sick, that really means I want to sing this bad. So maybe I'm hiding in a bit. But would you let me sing? Well, you may pretend to enjoy it. Well, I please. Okay. I'm begging you. All right, I'm begging you. Let well, me sing, and you act like. Remember that one time when I sang, Tom, and you went. That was like, you could tell like you were like a dad watching me. And by the way, I am being honest that this happened. Not that, okay, don't, don't mix in George Carlin with a bit. I agree mm -hmm. with that listener. Mm -hmm. So let me keep this very clean. Um, even in a bit, I follow some goddamn rules. I love the sound of the flash. It sounds like there's a... Uh, the press corps. Press corps here. Um... Uh, so anyway, so there was a time when I sang once, and you sort of thought I did a good job. That is true. That's true. It was I forget the song, but I was like it was like whatever it was. That felt so good. Mm -hmm. uh, can I do that again? Even if you're faking it, will you indulge me and let me enter just, in, just enjoy myself? Can I do a song, please? I'm begging you. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Please, guys, let me just sing. I'm admitting it. I never did this before. I'm bearing my soul. It's embarrassing. I used to be the guy that people, you know, I wanted the people to go, please, would you do us a song? Please, please, let me take my hard voice and try to do the best job I can. Please, please. All right, I suppose that would be all right. Jake, is it okay? Please, 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 please. Okay. Honestly, say it like you really want it. Please, please. Say it like you really mean it. Please. No, I'm like, I, okay, please, 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 act like you, like, no, 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 I'm not going to sing. And you just really, I, please, it just feels so good. I, I'm not going to sing. Oh, no. You oh, you sound phony. Time. You sound phony. Do it like you really Todd, mean you it. Really have to sing. No, it still sounds like a little bit like, I'm not going to sing. Todd, I really, Todd, you should really sing. All right, that you is good. 
All right, you guys really want me to sing, it seems like. Oh, yeah. Do you want me to, Tom? Sure we do. No, let me move Yes, Let's we do. Let's move on with the show. Todd, please anyway, sing. Todd, we're will you please? We're begging you. Casters. Todd, we're sing. begging you to sing. Please. You're, Eric. Yeah, would you sing? Really? You swear to God. Yes. Uh, we, this nah, I don't want to sing. The sooner it's sing. over. No. I'm not going to sing. Okay, let, here's what we're going to do. Todd, when are you going to sing and you're going to like it, Todd? When are you going to get a chance for... We're all going to like it. Wait, it seems like Chris is really mad. Yeah, I'm fucking furious. Because of why? Because you won't sing now after you just spent the last oh, ten minutes trying to convince us to let you. I thought you were doing a bit. Oh, my God, Aristotle seems just as angry. You two really do yeah, have this we're weird... We're all here for the three-year anniversary. Jake, why do you look so sing? upset? I'm not going to sing. Thing, you don't sing after everything we established. Nobody wants you to sing. And now we actually want you to sing. And now, oh, oh, you're too good to sing. How about you just fucking sing and get over with it? Now I'm upset that everyone else is upset more than I'm upset about this situation. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah! Oh, my gut feels filled with joy. So you're going to sing then? Yeah. I will sing. Oh, thank you. I thought you guys, I didn't want you to do it just because it was a bit. And Joe, you really want me to sing? Yeah. I've got the guitar ready. You know ready what? No. If, if Greg on, doesn't want me to sing, and I want you all to shut the fuck up. Okay. If Greg doesn't want me to sing, I'm not singing. Greg, no. Well, I don't want to see if I can. Of course I can. Do you want me to? Of course. Please. Please? Todd, I've been wanting to play while you sing. Say please more. Please. No, really say it like you mean it. I don't even care if I'm directing him. I got to hear it. Please. No, 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 no. No, Greg, I don't have time. Please, Todd. Well, act like, no, act like it means something, like I'm saving your wife's life. Please, Todd. Please. No, it doesn't seem real. Well, I guess, I, you, I guess you shouldn't sing then, because if no, you don't want to. Well, I won't sing. Todd. What, please. Greg? Please? You have to sing. Chris, do you I really want it. me to sing? Yes! No, that seems like... Yes, I do. All right, I'll sing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're, here's what I'll do. I'll sing for you guys if you want. Jesus Christ, fucking leave me alone already. Um... And then we're going to do some other stuff, and then we're going to take a break. So let's do this song, and then we'll take a break. We'll come back, and then uh, we'll do more. <laughs> I don't know where we're at. Okay, here we go. Put, put it up on the screen. Of course, I'm, I'm going to sing for you guys. Does Jake really want me to? Yeah, Tom, I really, I mean, this let him talk into the mic. Yes, Tom. Jesus, let him talk in the mic. I'm sorry. Jay, take the mic. Start it over. I want to hear what Jake has to say. I'm not going to sing. Let's continue the show. Todd, before you make the decision, everybody no, I'm not here. Gonna. Think of the fans. You know what? Sing. I'm going to do it for the fans. Sing for yourself because that's who you should be singing for. Because That's the best advice I've got all year. Don't act like it's for anybody. It's for me. Well, I thought I, that was the bit that it was for me. Oh, and then it flipped back. He's so paranoid. After he had to beg everyone to let him sing. I, the bit went You know right. what? After this, don't what sing. What bit? The bit... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. You son of a bit. Um, okay, here we go. I'll do a little bit for you, but just a little, and I got to go. This guy, he's got to beg people to sing, but he still wants to regain the person. That, all right, let me listen. Shut the fuck up. I'll do a little bit, and that's it, and just take a little bit, okay? Because I'm not going to do this whole fucking song. I'm exhausted. And then we'll take a break, and we'll get some fresh air. We'll come back, and we'll do part two of the show. Or I don't know what where we're at right now, but it's all good. Okay, here we go. <laughs> now remember when I... Can I get some reverb, please? 
Hello. <clears throat> now when I go like this, I need hits. You know, both of you guys at the same time. Never know how much I love you. Never know how much I care. When you put your arms around me, I get a fever that's so hard to bear. This ain't for real. Oh, you want me? Oh, no. Did you guys really want me to do it for real? Yes, put your heart into it. Oh, no. I was like, oh, sure. Fever in the morning. Fever all through the night. No, no. Oh, you want? Oh, no. I thought it was like a bit. Oh, I swear to God, I thought it was a bit. Oh, I'll, you want me to like do it like I'm? Perf- oh, oh, oh! Shut the fuck up. When you call, I know you're gonna treat me right. You give me fever when you kiss me. You give me fever. Great. <laughs> no, I'm, how's that, guys? I wish you'd do it better, Todd. Captain Swift and Pocahontas Every Very man <clears throat> You did 5% better Do 105% better True She said oh daddy Ah don't you dare He gives me fever When you kiss me Fever when he... Okay stop the bit Come on Stop the bit lacking. To George Carlin Stop the bit. Stop Gro- the music. Throw some G- balls and sing like a choir boy already. I'm, say- <laughs> I'm saying to George Carlin. Okay. The, the, that was that the, the, it was you have to George Carlin. I'm saying this. Sometimes I think I comedically can do a song okay to get, let it at least it has to. Have, it was so bad that I had to stop it even within a bit. Mm-hmm. And don't argue with me. You no, want. Yeah, we won't. I think it was the part. Okay, well, I'm just glad the singing part is over and we got that out. So, so you won't be doing that again. Singing, I mean. You know what? You know how you say anything could happen? You know my brother's friend? Uh, by the way, this is so fucking absurd because it will never happen, but it could. He could go. He listens to the podcast. He lets it roll. He goes, oh, I love that podcast. Don't. You know what? Let me give it another listen because Spencer's brother seems like a smart guy when I meet him. And he picks up it and it just happens to be on this part of the podcast again out of nowhere. <laughs> Just coincidentally. Can you fucking believe it? He's like, oh, let me see what Todd's brother does. And here's this guy thinking to himself, and that's how we'll go to close. This is this guy thinking to himself. That's weird. Just a friendly little cat. Seems smart when I meet him. Do they play the whole song? I mean, it sounds like a stupid show. Just a friendly little cat. Sounds like a stupid show. My pussy cat was playing out on the back lot. Played so No, it's a stupid show. They sing about pussy. He keeps saying they do it ironically. I keep listening. Do they play the whole song? Hot pussy. Just a friendly little cat. No, well. At least I can tell Spencer I really tried to listen to the show and I thought maybe I keep tuning in where they're just singing about pussy, but I really let it breathe. At least I can tell him that tomorrow when I see him at school.
fun <laughs> at least i'm having fun now listen shut it off i gotta get serious before we go before i go we're gonna take a quick break and uh we'll go out with a classic and we'll be right back one two three four five six seven eight the todd glass show the todd glass show everything is better on the todd glass show it's the best podcast you'll ever know because everything is better on the todd glass show the Todd Glass Show, the Todd Glass Show. Everything is better on the Todd Glass Show. It's the best podcast you'll ever know. Because everything is better on the Todd Glass Show. More reverb, louder on the drum. The Todd Glass Show, the Todd Glass Show. Everything is better on the Todd Glass Show. It's the best podcast you'll ever know. Because everything is better on the Todd Glass Show. I don't believe you guys. The Todd Glass Show, the Todd Glass Show. Everything is better on the Todd Glass Show. Everybody, everybody. The Todd Glass Show, the Todd Glass Show. Everything is better on the Todd Glass Show. It's the best podcast you'll ever know. Because everything is better on the Todd Glass Show. No, no, do it one more time, but really go in at the end. For the Todd Glass Show. And then we'll go to break on that. But it's got to rip. Hey guys, producer Aristotle here. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that little ditty. It was a it was a fun episode, and I hope you will enjoy part number two next week. Um, Todd put me in a difficult situation with the poem because I don't read a lot of poetry, and I don't remember many of my childhood stories. So uh, I busted out the one book of poetry I do have from high school. Very lovely woman came into our class, read some of her poems, told us her life story, and it was amazing. And I don't remember right now, so I'm sorry about that. But I went through the chapters, and I found one that was short and I liked a lot. So this is But Love by Tony Gilliard. If it's forced, if it's measured, if it's required or bargained, if it's earned, if it's withheld, if it's rewarded or restricted, haunted or twisted, if it's controlled or coerced, if it is anything, it is anything but love. So, hope you enjoyed that, and see you next week. Now leaving Nerdist.com